You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and all things modern culture. I'm your host, Mindy Chang, and I'm so excited to have you joining in for this episode. I am loving this and I'm so excited to share it with all of you. I don't know when you're tuning into this, but we are releasing this episode in June of 2019. And June is an incredible month because it is Pride Month. And uh, I hope wherever you are, you are celebrating with your loved ones. And um, yeah, just being loud and proud of who you are and supporting those we love in the LGBTQA plus community. And that ties into this episode because I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the treasure that is Miss Sherry Cola. Uh, she's a dear friend of mine. She's a stand-up comedian. She's an actress. And uh, some of you guys might know her from her character Lil Tasty, which came on the scene through some viral videos on Facebook and on YouTube, which is how I first discovered her. But Sherry's actually become a, a really great friend of mine and uh, now is killing it as this incredible character of Alice on the show Good Trouble, which is on Freeform and Hulu. And as far as I know, so if I'm wrong, please correct me, but as far as I know, is the first Asian American queer character to be on television. So um, the show itself is just so well done. It integrates so many different storylines. And Alice's story, played by Sherry, is is so moving, so relatable. And even if you are not LGBTQA+, very, very touching and just, again, relatable of how we can conceal different parts of ourselves and how hard it can be to be honest and uh, figure things out and how our identities intersect with others and how confusing that can be, but also how powerful it is to to break through and, and make changes and move for yourself. So shout out to Sherry. And I love her so much. She is one of the most hilarious people that I know. And as you will learn very thoroughly from this episode, we can talk for a very long time about a number of episodes, but she is so insightful and wise and um, honestly just a beacon of hope for a lot of people. And that's it's amazing to see somebody so committed to their craft, but also so willing to be open and share their thoughts and their heart so that people can have someone to relate to. So Sherry is all about the self-discovery. She's all about the representation. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit better on this episode. And again, wherever you are, you know, whenever you are listening to this, I hope that you will take a moment and uh, put some love on the LGBTQ a plus community because there's so much to celebrate and so much to love and there's also so much to protect because you know as as far as we've come it's really really incredible how much we've advanced in um, the acknowledgement the acceptance and the protection of rights for the LGBTQ a plus community there's still a lot of work to be done so you know we want to celebrate how far we've come but we also want to acknowledge that we also have more to do and that these are real people. These are friends of ours. They're family members and they deserve our love and protection and care and uh, acknowledgement and understanding and empathy. So yeah, in light of Pride Month, I hope that you will take away 
something good and positive and take that and put that into your own life and into your own community. So love to everybody. And a real quick shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you guys so, so much for being by my side and helping support this podcast for the last almost two years. I uh, have some exciting updates that are going to be coming out next month in celebration of my birthday, which is also the milestone of when I first started First of All Podcast two years ago in 2017. So uh, if you'd like to become a financial supporter and help keep the microphone on and the Wi-Fi on and uh, the project projects rolling. I've double triple down baby. I'm going I'm going for it. I'm not quitting this podcast and you can become a supporter at patreon.com/firstofallpodcast. And yeah, keep an eye out because July is going to be a really fun month. But without further ado, uh here is the episode on self-discovery and representation with Miss Sherry Cola. Enjoy. Wait. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I can cut off. I was just gonna tell you my yeah. biggest darkest secret. I'm just kidding. Oh, damn, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, what it do, baby boo? What it do? How's your Slurpee doing? I literally showed up with a blue Slurpee because I'm 11 years old. Aren't we all though? It's just the perfect thing I needed. You have a Slurpee, day. and we're sitting on the floor in my room, like. <laughs> Gabbing. It's very on brand. This is on brand and I love it. This is mm-hmm. when we should have a video camera, like a video camera, a camera to videotape this. I secretly set up six GoPros in here. Got it. When you were asleep. My best angle is from there. <laughs> Do you have a good Hi. angle, like your preferred side? Kind of. Is have it? you learned? I mean, you get photographed so much, so I'm sure you I, have I think learned. my right side is a little more chiseled. Like, on my left side, for some reason, my chin creates this weird, like, line. I don't know. We are the same. Uh-oh. Right <laughs> chiseled side? <laughs> that means we when we take pictures together, we have the rock, paper, scissors. I know. I got, I got this side. <laughs> oh, we both faced that you, way? <laughs> you did that one. I got you. Last one, you did it. Right side. Let's switch I off. feel like, well, it's to be totally real, I feel like I look skinnier. Oh, like, yeah. It just 100%. looks rounder. Sure, same. And I think it's my right, my left side goes higher, so it's more bold. It's <laughs> more swollen cheek on the left side. My my right side is like, maybe I chew more on my right side, so it's, it's more, more... It's more muscular. Yeah. It's toned. Yeah. I think that's what it is. We're having all kinds of revelations here on First of All Groundbreaking today. stuff. Groundbreaking things. Well, it was great. I I'm, I have an episode of Otsuko coming up. Yes. And like we opened up talking about like uh, casual encounters on Craigslist. Mm. So we all have our things that oh, we... Totally. <laughs> like, wow. Oh. You're getting the hot info. Pre-Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Pre-Tinder. Oh, wow. Meeting people IRL. What is life? Yeah, I know. Well, it's interesting because... Well, yeah. We have a skewed perception. You and I have talked about many, many things... About like Asian America, about technology. You're a big reality TV fiend. I'm I'm into it. Oh, because I was watching The Masked Singer and yeah, the Below Deck, and yeah. I'm just I have the that's just TV that I have on uh-huh. all the time uh-huh. on rotation. But are to, you watching it or is it just on? It's kind of on, you know, as if I'm part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes I'll even pause and do my own confessional. <laughs> With one of your GoPros. Exactly. You know what I so mean? So today, uh, I'm just... Oh, I'm so sick of Patricia. Uh, no. Who even is she? <laughs> she threw a drink at my face. Patricia, No. But I, I do watch E! and Bravo, like, often. Oh, I like E! I also like Scripted, of course. Yes, yes, um, yes. E! always plays Sex in the City. 
Uh, you know what? So I'm, I'm still learning at this point in 2019 what a cultural phenomenon Sex in the City was because I was like a late adopter. I watched it after all of it had already been out in the universe for years. Well, same. I remember watching an episode and it literally was about blowjobs. And I remember <laughs> my parents coming home and I just like turned it off and like <laughs> ran into my room. And, uh, but, but that was my only, you know, exposure to it. And then I discovered it later on when I was a little older, maybe high school-ish. Or then you binged yeah. it or something? I binged it. And yeah. It truly is hilarious. It really is well done. Very funny. And like, you know, they have the themes-ish, you mm-hmm. know, well, I love a good theme if it's done right. And it, it and just. And characters to like attach to, like, are you a Charlotte? Exactly. You- <laughs> exactly. Oh. Are you a Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely Samantha. You know what I mean? Oh, Obby. yeah. Everyone's like. Obby. I'm a closet Samantha. Are you a closet Samantha? Are you like out there I'm like well <laughs> you know what I'm a Samantha Miranda rising no. <laughs> I need to tweet that right now I need to tweet that right now that is the title of this podcast <laughs> Samantha Miranda oh, what? Right. rising <laughs> I don't even know my like I know I'm a Scorpio but everyone is always like oh what's your rising what's your moon sign what's your you know all that I don't know I mean because the sun sign is not sufficient anymore sure nothing's know. good enough no <laughs> we need to level up you know what's your underwater identification I don't you know, what I mean? know. Well, but do you have like geez. a farm animal you know identity? that's like the Chinese zodiac except <sighs> you got like a dragon in there but yeah yeah Chinese I, farms right right <laughs> Chinese farms with dragons uh, I'm a snake what, what year are you I'm an ox nice yeah Good times. so Delicious. I was like it's funny how that shaped my life my grandma was like oh you're going to work until you die. And I was like, uh. I was like seven. I love, that's the thing about like, like just older Asian people. They just like give you these like. You're seven years old. I was like, I didn't even know, like, I I didn't know what my multiplication tables yet. And she's like, you're going to work until you die. It's so funny. They just like feel the need to to bless you with these like, um, like, I don't know, proverbs of, of this is what you do. Like even I was going to the doctor and he looked at my right hand and he was like oh you're gonna live a long life and then he looked at my left hand he was like oh you spend a lot of money (laughs) i'm like what are you i literally just have a sprained ankle like why is this happening it's so random do you still have it right now um what sprained ankle no no no. okay Okay, that was was a that that part was a joke got it in there because i i um because i suddenly got really concerned i was like do you need to elevate it i had an itch on my nipple that i had to check out (laughs) so that's what it really was yeah that's what it was a true story um but no but there's so much you can be revealed from like the crease in your forehead or something right right right. oh i'm sorry (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i gotta cover this up (laughs) everyone's gonna know that's why i wear beanies um in, in july uh, you know, it's interesting the thing about Sex in the City. Like, I, I see that show and I see how iconic it was. Of course, now our brains are trained uh-huh. to see the lack of um, color and lack of Asian people, you know. Um, and I think SJP even recently talked about oh, how she, like, oh, wow, she didn't, re- I mean, she should have had more POC or that show should have, whatever. But it's interesting because I'm always like, I think about the things that I grew up watching. For example, Friends um, and uh, uh, and Living Single, you know, yes. white and black. or Which or, they were essentially the same show. Right, right, right. Or, um, you know, Sex and City and, and Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. those. And then I think about like how, oh man, it would have been dope if there was like an Asian version of that for us to, to see. And But then now we cut to right now where there is more opportunity but like it's like i would still love to see an asian version of that but then is 
Having an Asian version of that... Is that PC now? Like No, know? but that's the thing. Is like, is that perpetual... Should we all... Should the point be to not isolate? Like, what, what's... You know what I mean? I still think because it reflects reality. Like, the reality of it is when I was, like, in my Sex in the City era of my life, my girlfriends were Asian-American women. I did not exclude intentionally or consciously, right. but the ones that, gra- that we, you know, all suffered through college together and lived together and whatever and were figuring out young adult life, they happened to be Asian-American. So, to me, I'm like, that's not... I don't think perpetuating a stereotype. To me, I'm like, that was my reality. That's it's not, right. you know. Well, which is why it's the truth. Which is why we're really, you know, hungry for like a narrative, you know, set in the six two six and things like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this, seeing that uh, lens into San Gabriel Valley and stuff. No, you're right because yeah, I, I I hung out with a, a lot of Latinas, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting. You know, I, I hope to one day, you know, a lot of passion projects up my sleeve to really um, reflect. Um, yeah, you know, Our I guess stories. sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and I think there's nothing wrong because this is this is the 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 tough part of figuring out this industry because we are professionals and we want to do things that are you know fun, truthful, but also also marketable and profitable, mm-hmm, right? And like mm-hmm. that's where the line gets really blurry and funky because you're you're gonna be listening to rules that you know rules and data that they have their purpose. Like you, you look at numbers for a reason, but also like you also have the anomalies, the people that were like super, super truthful to like the story and that succeeded tremendously. Right. So like we can, you can't say like, Oh, if I take this story, but I finagle it to have like a white character and make it accessible, quote unquote, that doesn't mean like people, they're still, I think at right. this point we've seen enough content. You like see through the, the BS and be like, that's not true. Right. Something about, to me, this is me being really idealistic. So I don't know. I feel like the industry is weird cause it's going to like dictate what we ought to do. But then you also like, no, you want to be the person that's like, no, I'm going to be truthful right. and it's still going to succeed. Right. But you have no idea if that's actually going to Yeah, happen. it's hard. I mean, I guess there is no, like, exact recipe, you yeah. know? Yeah. Do this, there talk about no. this, and yeah. you'll get an Emmy. Like, it, it, some things are successes, uh, surprisingly, you know, surprises. Right, right, right. and something. I don't know. It's, it's all very interesting, you yeah. know? Um, and some things become cult classics. You know, right. they just were not appreciated exactly. in their time. Sure, yeah. But should they be made? Yes. Right. Because people appreciate it. It's so interesting. You just might not get your instant gratification. Right. Sorry, millennials. Right, right, right. You're not going to get your millions of likes right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so weird. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I was on the cusp. Oh, well, I, I was born in 1989. And like, we, for me, I... I you know, AOL, we were lucky enough to, like, kind of experience both. Yeah. Um, where we had, you know, I remember struggling with the AOL and, like, figuring out what the hell was going on, you know? Right. And my senior year of high school. Yeah, that was, that, that Loki was a banger, dude. Like, that's a beat. Someone needs to, like, sample that AOL. Somebody probably has this as, like, ringtones now. Yeah. And then, but then oh it's God. triggered, like, it, adults It's everywhere. way too triggering. Yeah. Like, um. My connection. Yeah. But it's interesting how the internet has really, really taken over. I mean, even things like, you know, the fact that Netflix is is kind of all what these kids know. Yeah. You know, teenagers, yeah. like, they will literally be in the comments like, is this going to be on Netflix? Is this going to be on Netflix? As if that's TV. That's TV for mm-hmm, them, you mm-hmm. know? So it's interesting, like, adapting to that as Was well. Was your TV, like... <clears throat> GIF, like, because I was, like, oh, I yeah. waited for Friday night. Oh, 100%. Boy Meets World? Was that yeah. the Boy Meets World? Yeah. I And I watched, like, Full House and Family Matters and it's, Step by Step and whatever. It, it's, yeah, I definitely Stay watched all of those. Stay that was, like, the, the after school. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of, oh, 
there was what Moesha, Fresh Prince. Yes, I watched a lot of that stuff. I too. watched Fresh Prince um, and Moesha. I watched all of it, dude. Like, I mean, whatever was on. I'm like, when did I have time to watch? What What was I doing? What, why, why was I not in did school? You, did you do well in school? Why do I have more memories watching Actually, TV than this like... This a good segue to be like, we're here with Sherry Cola. Like, who even are you? Like, wh- what is the story? Because we get to know this, the journey from Sex in the City. Now we're kind of like going backwards. But like, right. so, like action, we're going to like... Not we started already, but to like kind of reignite right, right, the right. conversation... Sherry, where did you grow up? Because I know you're a 626 baby. 626. Okay. Well, I was go. born in Shanghai. You're you were know, born in Shanghai. Yes, yes, yes. Born in Shanghai. You grew and then, up in the 626. Yeah, we landed first in Alhambra. And then uh, I went to Temple City in seventh grade. And I went to high school there. And then I went to Cal State Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Who am I? <laughs> uh, I was there for like seven years. But yeah, Temple City is uh, essentially my hometown. That's what I would say my hometown is. Um, and, and it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of Asians, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's so interesting, like identifying with, uh, media it, it's because like, even growing up, I really liked hip hop and I w- watched 106 in park and saw Jin who was in the hall of fame freestyling, yes. you know, uh, he won a seven weeks straight and, and that was such a big deal. And like seeing those things was like, huh, you know, I, I it mean, gives you a different sense of self. You're just like, Oh, right can do maybe i don't know like, right and that's why i was so into rapping and i would literally write raps when i was in sixth grade and like all that stuff you know and hence the birth of low tasty mm-hmm. uh, but th- that just goes to show like uh, those influences but is it because i didn't see myself like i mean it's interesting i saw Jin doing that right so that made me want to rap and things like that i guess my question is if we actually saw asian sitcoms asian families on tv would i have actually just been you know glued to that only like i don't even know we don't know because we'll we don't know. know we'll never we'll literally know. never know we'll never well i know that like all american girl existed that's when i was like nine it was 94 um but i i watched a couple episodes but i didn't get hooked on that show sure so i think at that age again it depends on when it enters your life right if you're, you're a kid you really are just looking for the thing that you connect or that interests you whether that's like oh it's someone that looks like me and that's yeah. my story I feel like that's kind of more like an adult self-identifying yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to do. When you're a kid, I was like, ooh, Zach Morris. Right. But then find <laughs> out later, like this year, Zach Morris is part Indonesian. Right. Oh my God, his mom is hella Indonesian. I hell didn't know that. <laughs> and either. I was like, oh, so my heart knew. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. I saw through the blonde hair it's, and, you know, we spoke to each other. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, and good for him, you yeah. know, for, for still being in the game and being, you know, Asian out here. I mean, you know, right. but it's, it's just whatever you gravitate to, whatever right. your cup of tea is. Well, I remember Lucy Liu and, and like it, that was kind of a big deal being a lead in something like Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. That, But I mean, and I would watch Romeo Must Die, mm-hmm. which was already ahead of its time with having a black woman and an Asian man. You really? know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of hint at romance. Of course, they never actually... Kissed or anything. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the, yeah, you've heard the whole controversy oh, over that. About how, like, they did how, test it and it didn't do well or something like well, that. Well, how it ended, it? how they opted to end it. So, like, Jet Li, they were supposed to kiss at the end. Right. And then they changed it. Damn. What does he get? Like, a hug? A smile? The role was not ready. But, it was not ready. You know, but here we are with things like Sun is also star. And, like, yeah. so now it, it's... People are open to it now, yeah, which is yeah. a great, you know? Um, yeah. But it's interesting how, like, back then it was, like, those projects and it would only be once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, there's so few and far between. <clears throat> it's unreal. It's and But, you know, like, in hindsight, like, 
it all makes sense to me. I I think my point because I've. I think it's a little bit different because a lot of other people have been talking about it in kind of a, a discovery way, which I think is dope. And I want people to talk about it. I want people to understand like why diversity matters because that was like my <laughs> flag that I'm right, waving right, right. for like a decade. I'm a little personally, I get tired of talking about it right. because I'm like, I've been talking about it for a decade. Now y'all get it. Right. But it's great. But, like, some people don't, they haven't really sat and been like, oh, yeah, like, not seeing myself. Like, never having, whether that's in, like, TV, film, but also music. Oh, 100%. And, and like, in dance, you know what ABDC did? It, like, it, like, completely changed a huge generation of, like, pop culture fiends to be like, oh, my God. Asian people dance? Like, y'all yeah, move? Yeah, like, yeah, that? Yeah. like, what? You got hips? Yeah. <laughs> Isolation? This is like, you can't get low. Tutting situation. No, you're right. Song? ABDC was a, like culturally. It was a huge phenomenon. Yeah. I was in college at that time. So it, like. I think same. It was, yeah. it was really, really groundbreaking for a lot of people to be like, oh my God, like people, they're cool. Like, yeah. it wasn't even like they can move. It's like they're cool. Right. Like, I so I don't know. Like, media. If if people haven't figured out by now how influential it is, I don't. What what do you what? <laughs> we're, I mean, we're definitely. I think they finally realized. Oh, now that they've shown these Asian stories, like oh, it's been missing. Yeah. Oh, it's been missing. Yeah. Wow, we really haven't. Like sometimes I'll talk to non Asian people, and then they'll I'll say something like. You know, it's like still rare to see more than two Asian people on the screen in a non stereotypical oh, yeah. way, uh, broken English, not the punchline. At the, like, it's still rare, and they're like, "Oh," and you're you right. see the light bulb go off. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like you, you, you witness light bulb moments. They and, don't even realize it was missing. So that's what I was. I think like at this point, because <clears throat> I've I've kind of very luckily been able to see the development of this conversation, which is. Amazing. I appreciate it so much. I'm not as like outraged. Like that outrage for that is kind of I'm a little bit done because I get that there's still people that are really just entering the conversation. I'm not gonna be mad at you for not knowing that there were invisible people. Right, right, right. That's literally the issue of invisibility. Right, right, right. You didn't know. Yeah. But like now that outrage is so I was like, okay, cool. I put that to bed and now like all my outrage is kind of like towards the government right now. Right, right, like, right. That's a whole there's different other, there's other stuff. Like that's a, that's a spin off. The planet needs yeah. my attention. So it's it is what it is. But it's right. it's an awakening right now and I think it's really good because there's gonna be people who are really welcoming to that conversation. They're like, oh I didn't know and they're right. like really interested. And then there's going to be people like straight up deniers be like, it's not a problem. Like, why is everyone getting all upset? And, right, right, You right. know, it comes in all forms. Yeah. I mean, it's just, hey, better late than never. But I want to ha- take this moment to highlight what you're doing because this is like, again, I freaking love you. <clears throat> I could talk to you for days on Oh, yeah. On We're days. at brunch, baby. Yeah, We're I know. With, having a good with time. With Slurpees and it's great. <laughs> um, but with your career of what you've done with like Lil Tasty, and I love that you like touched upon how the hip hop influenced the birth of that or the right. emergence of that. Mm. And like you did radio and I would love for you to share about that and what you're doing with acting. Like just you as a person, I feel like you've done what to some other people might feel like very audacious. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're like they were in their mind, in their consciousness, even if they wanted to do that, like I'm going to be a rap artist <laughs> or like whatever. Right? right. It just doesn't <clears throat> because of these w- right things that we've lived in culturally, they wouldn't even entertain that idea. Right. Right. And you just went and did it because you're like, I'm bored. I'm going to do some stuff. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like I look back on, um, you know. My life, like comedy has always been a passion of mine, you know, mm-hmm. and like making people laugh and stuff, you know, whether I was funny or not, whatever. I was just out here saying random shit. Having fun. Yeah. So 
in high school, like, I would make funny videos, and I was part of this, like, film club where we would make funny videos, you mm-hmm. know? And I would also, I, I hosted the talent show. I did things like that where, you know, hosting a talent show, I essentially wrote an opening monologue, which is essentially stand-up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I liked all these things. I had passion for entertaining, but I never... It never clicked that this could be endgame, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's lack of representation, especially mm-hmm. being an immigrant. I always, like, for a few years had this foreigner feeling, if you will, where I am still grasping, like, I'm still a visitor of the country. And mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I remember, I think I did have a thought of, like, seeing TV and movies and thinking, oh, that's, like, something that's for Americans. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Would, I totally thought that. Right? And yeah. it's like, okay, so that's them. They're doing their thing. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but then cut to, like, I, I go to college and I end up doing campus radio for, like, three and a half years. Just and such a perfect voice for I mean, I can just, I hear it now. I smoked for good. many years. That's why it's so sultry. So sultry um, and deep. But, like, <laughs> I... It's weird because at the same time, I was still, like, I remember going to the Hollywood Improv and, like, putting my name in the open mic bucket, but I just didn't get picked, you know? So then it, that caused me to procrastinate stand-up even more, and I just... It, that That is a scary thing, though. Putting yourself out there in, in stand-up, like, you know, I was very influenced by Margaret Cho, Ellen, and, and these are things... This is something I wanted to do for a long time. Even Russell Peters, that really popular one that yeah, we yeah. all watched in high Somebody school. Somebody gonna that, like, get a hurt really right, bad. That was... Kind of, that was iconic. That we was. had never seen, only because at that age we were in our teens and like we just never saw someone, you know, uh, comment on on these things that we related to so much. The you immigrant know? parent was so perfect, right. and the fact that it's delivered in this perfect Indian accent with the specificity, yeah. I died. It was it was so great. I was peeing my pants oh, the first 100%. time I watched that video. The, uh, I was like, be late and like <laughs> and like um. Uh, uh, what was he doing? Like he, oh, forty five fifty, and then like he, he was on my bargaining, and then, like <laughs> it was just so good. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely like I, 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 for because it was so iconic for us. I want to say that's my favorite Russell Peters like stand up for sure. Yeah, um, but. Oh yeah, and then he was talking about. Oh, we could go on for days. Yeah. Go watch it. I don't even know what it was called and how I don't he even, even know. obtained it. I don't even know. I downloaded the freaking like, video. And played it on Winamp. <laughs> yeah, and it took like two days to download it. So, oh my god, you know, LimeWire, BearShare, Kazaa. But yeah, it's like I wanted to do all these things. I just uh, never did it along with the rapping thing, you know, like uh, being young and just listening to, um, you know, all of the uh, Nelly and Bow Wow, (laughs) like just being really into, you know, as a sixth grader, you know, I don't know. In sixth grade, you know, I wasn't listening to like super, super like lyrical, iconic stuff. Um, I, I listened was to listening. Tupac because of my brother. Right. See, so I, I had no like, siblings. Okay. I had nothing. I had to just like consume with the, the hell. You're the pioneer. Right. I would watch MTV jams like all day and literally just c- ludicrous and like mm-hmm. uh, fabulous and just consume that, you know, millennial, like May, 2000. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. And I just really loved hip hop and I would write raps and stuff like that. And like, you know, dream of being on Power 106, Freestyle Friday, etc. So with, with, with comedy and the hip hop and all that stuff, I wanted to do all of it, but I just like, and you know, with the lack of Asian representation in American music, I legitimately thought I want to be a rapper, but there's no way it can happen. Like there's no way they would take an Asian woman rapper seriously. And so you already put that limitation. That, like this ain't, it, this is not a it, I was thinking, Yeah. And that sucks that that's even a thought, but I yeah. was like, okay, let me just 
focus for goodness sakes. I've been in college for almost seven years. Like, let me just focus. Okay, you know what? Radio it is. Okay. Like, that was like, let me just set a goal. This is what I'm going to do. Radio. So then I did that for three and a half years. And then, you know, I thought, okay, this is how I'll broadcast my personality. You know, it's still music related mm-hmm. and I get to, you know, be funny or uh-huh. whatever. And then, uh, so I did that. And campus radio, I mean, it was online. It was, I would get like 22 listeners, but I got to do my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You're doing your 10,000 hours, first of all. Because, like, none of this stuff happens overnight. Remember, Mm -hmm. reminder everybody that nothing happens overnight. Things happen in, like, very slow, incremental, consistent, persistent ways. 100%. You were doing radio for, uh, how many, you said three and a half years? Three and a half years in, in college. And then... After college, I got a job at Amp Radio, 97.1 FM. Wow. You know, the local uh, LA, literally street team. Like, that's what you knew you had to do. A lot of, like, people who are on air started on promotions. You know, that's just what you do. So literally, like, bottom of the barrel, like, bottom of the barrel, is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, bottom of the ladder? I don't know. Top bottom of the barrel. Bottom top, barrel. Of, top of the morning to you? Uh, something like that. <laughs> All of the above. Um, so... So I, I I started doing promotions, passing out stickers, literally setting up tents at Metro PCS. You know, like the street team, mm-hmm. uh, to doing some social media stuff, to to you know uh, board opping on the weekends, you know, in the studio, and um and to going on the street with the microphone, just getting you know sound bites from random listeners, like literally all minimum wage, like and, and this happened for like maybe three years. I was there for that long, just kind of climbing that ladder yeah. with the goal in mind, right? So then cut to. It was like March of 2016. That's when I finally started doing stand-up. Okay. So K Rock, our sister station, like you know, same building, whatever. There was this dude there that was putting on a show at a bar in Fullerton, full circle. But uh, he, basically, my boss and every, everyone knew that I like being funny, so they were like, "Just do it, just do it already," you know. So I did it, loved it, fell in love with it. I did like nine minutes. Of course, like probably cringeworthy if I actually were to watch the footage now, but like it felt good. You yeah. know, I left the stage in on cloud nine. So then that same week is when Lil Tasty went viral. Like literally that 7-Eleven video, shout to the Slurpee. Yeah. Um, like that 7-Eleven video just got like a million views in in 24 hours, which is a lot for someone who's never gotten a million views in 24 hours. That right? is a lot. Um, so then... And that was just all improvised, you know? And that happened because a couple of my friends were shooting this Luber thing. And, like, they were like, oh, you should do a character. And I, I and with me, I'm like, oh, I don't really do characters. At the time, I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Okay, fine. She has to rap. She has to. That's just, <laughs> it came so naturally. And that outfit is just something I had in my closet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, I was like, ah, what do I wear? Okay, fine. Like Kobe. Kobe. You know? Yeah. And it just, like, appealed to so many people. I think because Lil Tasty was a version of an Asian girl that no one was used to. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it was a breath of fresh air. Like, she was saying these obnoxious things. She was just saying what's on her mind. She doesn't care what people think. Yeah. She's such a sweetheart. She's optimistic. And she's, like, just wild. And and I feel like that's what was so appealing because they didn't know how to define this creature. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which makes it so shareable. It's, like, refreshing. It's entertaining. It's, like intriguing right what so what is yeah it also is this real yeah and then you're like like, is this like a satire is this funny because i fell in love with it as as soon as i watched it right it's so interesting like the braids to the you know to the and and the jersey it was just and i don't even like the lakers but like (laughs) like, i I like this girl right right right. it was very interesting you made me see beyond the purple and yellow yeah Yeah. you did a a big thing there yeah she's definitely the point is she's definitely very uh, dear 
to my heart. And I want to keep her alive for sure. I, I perform with her sometimes um, around town. And, you know, ideally I would keep making those videos like every week, you know, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, but people yeah. understand. I mean, pe- I think stuff. people understand more now than ever how much work that requires for somebody to turn out a video once a week is right. a lot of work. Right. It, it takes a lot. The pre-production to the actual right. doing to the to the uh, post-production. Yeah. Editing and then uploading it and then promoting it. It's it's a very rigorous right. job. Totally. So hats um, off to you. So but like being. Oh, well, I mean, no, I, I definitely for Luber. I had you know Adam and Rick and those original low AC videos. They definitely like you know did a lot of the work and stuff. But definitely going to keep her alive. Nice just to participate as right, right, a right. talent, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to produce. Um, <laughs> um, but Lil Tasty uh, for president. <laughs> <laughs> but, did you get, did yeah. you get um, like a lot, did you have to deal with like the trolls and the people who are who are commenting on whatever their issues were with that character? Well, I think for the most part, people were into her, you know? Yeah. Um, she was delightful. Yeah. I, I did a version of her for NBA 2K. I was in a video game, and that's when, like, the trolls really came out um, because, well, for a lot of reasons. I was this, like, random Asian chick in their virtual home uh, eating their Reese's Puffs. Like, it's a whole video game culture is a Sounds whole like other thing. like she was intended to be yeah, yeah, yeah. trolled. I, I, I was uh, definitely the annoying friend, um, but I mean, honestly, it never really got... I don't really get bothered by it, to be honest, because the internet is the internet. We know how it is. People just, you know, comment what they feel and, like... Um, Bless your mature, objective heart, because yeah. I... This is why I feel like I've I've ran for the hills of, like, tons of ideas that I have for things I want to say or put on the internet that I think would be fun or funny. But that idea of dealing with the trolls, because we all know that they exist... Even with this podcast, because I did get like lowers. So what I'm saying is, if you like this, leave a five star review because it <laughs> crushed me. Right. I'm being so honest, right? Now. It's embarrassing. I feel like embarrassed as hell to admit that those like low ratings crushed me. Sure. And to then see if someone put actual words, like they took the time to like construct a sentence to tell you how bad they think you are. That's like, why would I do that to myself? Like, right. subjecting yourself. And I've seen that honestly, for real. I've heard this from like our, you know, we have friends that are all, all facets of entertainment. I have several friends who are like YouTubers or like right. content creators, right? Whether they're singers or whatever. So many women stopped putting anything up because they're just like, it's mentally, emotionally yeah. exhausting. That's so interesting. To make music and right. then get ripped apart about how you right. look. Right. Or, like, whatever, right? Like, it's just, it's, like, anyway. But, like, it's, I applaud you because I think that it is really resilient and really awesome and inspiring to know that there are people, and we can all work past it. I am in the process of working Mm. past it. Like, I already got the, you know, less than glowing review. And it's just also me being a super type A, like, Asian American girl. I don't like getting anything but an A. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we don't do. (laughs) We're a 4.0 student. And that's an issue. That's like part of life is dealing with when you are not going to be at your absolute best and other people are going to have opinions about you. So I applaud that because I'm saying it's part of life to learn how to deal with Mm -hmm. criticism or negative feedback, learn how to distinguish what is, like, worth paying attention to and what you just need to, like, Put away, right? It's like these people don't matter. Yeah, they're angry. They have issues with their fathers. Like whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because you know, if I were to like, let's say I had a stand-up special tomorrow, and there were comments, those I would probably read and like, okay, absorb and take notes and constructive criticism. You right, know, right, right. But when it comes to just like, you a know what I mean? Stuff, right. It's. I mean, 
you can only do so much. There's not we can't turn back time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's already it's, out there, right? Yeah. So it's like okay, you you can you take in what people said, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know that's their opinion, that's, or or, or, that. or sometimes it does make me think. You know, like like I said, like with Little Tasty, it's very it, it can be kind of you know a uh, 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 like a uh, what's that word? Just not touchy but like it, it's i don't want to do anything wrong you know what i mean yes. in terms of low tasty so yeah. I, I do i'm very mindful yeah, yeah, of yeah certain things you know yeah uh, of course she started kind of on a whim but from here on out i will be mindful you know of, of certain things you know what i mean so you live and you learn you know yeah, and yeah. like um but I, uh, back to that type a thing i definitely graduated high school with a 2.5 mm-hmm. um so there's that <laughs> I, I had a four you know above a 4.0 in grades but in life stuff there was a lot of other things going on I was like an F student in that way, which is not F student. Like my grades were right. F minus. And there, there are a lot of problematic things. So again, like those, it's really funny what we'll lean on mm-hmm. to like define what am I doing well in? Like how, right. how can I measure that I'm doing okay right. or not okay? And it, you know, it has its space. Like I feel like GPA is, is just one thing of one kind of one specific institution. Right. And like, yeah, I, it's just part of the culture too because we. I feel like a lot of Asian Americans grew up with the GPA being the defining thing, right? So like, interesting. You, yeah, yeah. Even if you uh, yourself like consciously objected all of that as like, you know, that doesn't right. define me, but something about it still did. Whoa, is like Instagram followers the new GPA? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, totally. You know, getting my most vulnerable self right now, Sherry, <laughs> because that I'm like trying to. Girl, <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. like part of it is just fun and part of it is just self-expression and the rest of it is please like me. <laughs> sure. Totally. Please like me. Totally. I find myself doing the most. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what <laughs> do you am I trying to impress? Because, you know, at the same time, I also give no Fs. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm also just like, I don't care about being ugly. I don't care about being stupid. I don't care about singing in public. Because also, I feel like I try so hard to break that stereotype of, like, you know, Americans looking at this Asian girl. Oh, she speaks perfect English. Like, I still feel like that sometimes. That, like, yeah. a white person is, like, surprised that I have kids. no accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe that goes back to once again, like just constantly feeling like a foreigner, you know what I mean, in this yeah. country. I don't know. Like, I belong um, here, I swear. Right, right, right. I swear. <laughs> I'm like over enunciating at this, <laughs> you know, Chase Can you see bank. how articulate I <laughs> <Yeah>. am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, I, but yeah, I don't know. Words right, 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 right. I don't know if, um, can you use that in the sentence? <laughs> uh, but I don't know if that's, that's what it is, but, um, like, I do you know, preach this whole being yourself thing on the internet and stuff like that. I think you, you know do it I mean? very well. I mean, I don't really care about the numbers, to be honest, because it's like, at this point, like, after 10K is a million. Like, <laughs> in between, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just the like, purgatory. What, 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 is the, what is the, there's terms for this in the, in, in, in the biz. Yeah. People like, well, like, it's like a medium following. Like, what does yeah, that even yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, they're grading this stuff, so. Well, it's interesting because I, you know, I have uh, listened to conversations behind the scenes before and like, you know, some people have like, quote unquote, fake followers or whatever. Like, some people have like, millions of followers, but like, you see the ratio of their likes and it just doesn't add up, literally. No, my own Um, but apparently that doesn't even matter. Like if you pitch someone in a meeting and you say they have two million followers, that's as long as it says that on their page, like they don't check the ratio. They don't right, care. Right. But then it's like, well, then uh, how are you? Uh, that's that's just- that's something to be acknowledged, though. And like, 
you know, it is what it is, but then there's something to acknowledge about the fact that if they're going for somebody because they simply have two million followers, to me, that is painting a specific, like, picture of what that's going to, that project's going to end up being. If that's, if that's your measuring stick, if that's your singular, or if that's the priority measuring stick, again, I've had to deal with that in collaboration. Like, we've had to consider these things because we want to fill a, a theater with people. Right. Mind you, that's not the first thing we look at, and it's not even, like, the third thing we look at, but it's something we look at. Mm-hmm. People want to know, like, do people vibe with this person? Because you don't look at it all of just like, oh, we're going to make money off them. But it's right. like, do people, are they drawn? Do they have an audience? Do they seem to, like, enjoy the things that they put out in the world? Sure. That's still part of it. Right. Right? So it's it's just, I don't know. You just hear so many stories in this freaking, this town. And we're, I, I'll say, you know, there's still people talking about, oh, does such and such have 2 million followers? I've also heard a lot of people saying that, like, there's a lot more understanding at this point how much nonsense that is and how that's not going to dictate right. the success of your project. Exactly. Especially because, I like, mean, Instagram. Oh, cool. Yay. I, you know, respect to Instagram. You know I have an Instagram tattoo, but, like, I, <laughs> Do it you? could disappear tomorrow. <laughs> you feel me? That yeah. could be the world we know in social media platforms and stuff could not be a thing tomorrow. Right. I don't know. I don't know. You know Very what I mean? True. All your followers could disappear. Like it, it, all this, all your 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 account could get deleted. Like you know, all the mm-hmm. you know the worst nightmare. So it's like God. we're defining ourselves by these things, you know, and I'm guilty of it, too, to be honest. Yeah. It's just it's it's all very interesting. The time we live in. I now. think everybody's guilty of it. I think it's to what degree and like a little self-awareness goes a long way. Totally. It's very humbling. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm just like <laughs> spilling my gut. That's what you do to me, Sherry. I know. I, I mean, my more, most vulnerable. <laughs> that's what people secret. say. People have said that like that. I'm just like. But that's why I love you. Maybe I just I, I'm like brainwashing you. I'm hypnotizing you. You're to not just even brainwashing. You. You're very. This is the thing. <laughs> I think that this is why I liked you, and like I feel like we vibe since the day we met. I like people who, to whatever degree you want to define it, are themselves. Sure. That's not that common. Do you know what I'm saying? And Interesting. Like, I feel like yeah, I've yeah. lived a large part of my life wanting to be a different version of me Deep. and really working on that. And that's human, but, like, it's exhausting. Right. And so, like, the people that I enjoy the most, and having been around a lot of, like, celebrities or people that I really look up to and some that I no longer look up mm-hmm. to, you just learn. You find the people that, like, bring out the best in you. And that's why I, like, when people challenge me or they're just, like, so funny or bubbly, even, like, there's people that I don't, like, like because they irritate me, but I really like them in a different way because sure. I was like... Yo, they're annoying, but I like them because, like, they 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 are themselves, right. and they're not they're not right. putting on a front. Right. And even if we don't agree, like, I still I can like them. Right. I'm at that point in my life. Like, right. I don't even have to like you to like you. But right. right, right. Deep. Like, oh, Very deep. I'm thinking because of what you said. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's really interesting. Um, uh, thank you. First of all, that means a lot that that you you feel that way, like about me being myself or whatever. And it's interesting because I look back, like I never really looked at myself, especially in middle school, elementary school, high school, whatever, as cool per se. I, I would always just be doing my thing. Mm-hmm. People knew who I was, thought I was funny. Some people didn't, wasn't crazy about me. You know, I got called things like, you know, obviously, I mean, yeah, people, yeah, people call me mean things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but something I don't think I ever did was conform. And now that I'm thinking about it, like, you know, I had really hot friends, like, who wore wedges to school, you know what I mean? Or, like, uh, wore, you know, no, girls wear makeup, they do their hair all nice. Wear wedges, that's so but, specific. But you know what I mean? Yes, like, I know you know, exactly and what you're like, talking about. And respect to them, and I love them, but they're just girlier is what I'm saying. So I never was girly. And like, I never saw myself as hot. You know what I mean? That's why I, you know, really put all my money in this funny thing. 
really banked on my personality. That's all I got. No, I'm kidding. But like, it, it just, I never was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be like them or whatever. I just was yeah. still just kind of doing my thing. And then, and then cut to now things that I was self-conscious about. Dude, I'm proud of now, you know, people, people who made fun of me, who I wanted to impress back then are hitting me up, like saying, dude, you're killing it. What the hell? Like, I'm proud of you. Like what you inspire me. Like what? Yeah. What's happening? So really going yourself goes a long way. And I really, I feel like I, I've gotten this far doing nothing but, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. um, Which why I think we're all very fortunate to be in in your presence what am I mean no likewise boo likewise Um, I'll feed that I'll feed that I'll hype (laughs) you up but I'll also be the friend because I also feel like I can be very real with you oh please and like no but I I I have I feel like you're the kind of person because you're aware there's there's different kinds of people that can kind of just kind of launch into a they'll become the beast you know what I'm saying like they'll go into a different stratosphere and you're like oh we lost them (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't can't speak to them anymore that's funny they don't know the concept of no anymore you know and that's that's different again to each their own I don't plan on being a diva until 2021 okay I'll keep it I'll be right there with you (laughs) oh yeah dude we'll do a different podcast episode (laughs) we're like remember when (laughs) remember Oh, when we were humble. Slurpees? No, I'm kidding. That was so fun. Oh, Slurpees. I would never. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Slurpees for life. Sponsor me. Um, no, but it's, yeah. I mean, I feel like, it, and just to segue into good trouble, like yeah, one time, you exactly. know, Pride Month, um, bring it back, circle back, yes. follow back. Um, you know, there's something really cool about playing Alice on Good Trouble, who's first generation Asian American lesbian, you know, who's not out to her parents, etc. And like, just that kind of self-discovery because, you know, me growing up, I, like, hardly talked about dating with my family, let alone sexuality. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really want to take a survey of, like, who actually ever did that. Because- that's what I'm saying. It's, well, you're right. Because it, it might also not just be specific to Asian households. Just in general, we think- have a weird, like, parents stay out of my business thing. You 100%. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's really cool to kind of, like, people really feel seen like mm-hmm. by watching Alice mm-hmm. you know what I mean because that is such a scary thing like going to bizarre lengths to just hide who you are yeah. from your parents and like yeah. um, you know spoiler alert but at the end of season one she does end up coming out yeah and her parents actually already knew and it was really emotional because like the thing is and this goes back to representation it always goes back to representation <laughs> like that's not the story for everyone, right? Not everyone's parents already knew and will accept you or whatever. Like, obviously, it can get really dark and, like, very sad and, and hurtful and in and, and pain and more. You know what I mean? Like, coming out is very, very scary, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like Alice's story really showed, like, a light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, there is this weird... um you know, stereotype or whatever around immigrant parents or, or, you know, Asian parents, uh, parents who quote unquote don't understand and how hard it is to be accepted as a queer kid or just, uh, you know, it's hard to come out. But like showing this on the TV, that'll change that, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. an Asian mom can see Alice coming out, her parents accepting her and be like, Oh, maybe I'm open to that. You know what I mean? It's because it was not on the screen, you know? And like, it's just interesting. Like, I, I really hoped, like, that they sh- people start to show more of these stories on the screen, um, you know, just so we can slowly change minds. You know what I mean? For sure. And that's, again, it's like the cliche of, like, media is powerful, right? Because, okay, what, maybe not everybody's going to watch this show or or know this character, but it is 
planting seeds and in the people that do watch it and the people that do resonate with it and that feel seen and stuff, it that there's a ripple effect to that. You, you don't have to have watched the thing to be impacted by the thing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's so many, there's so much art out there that I've never witnessed or watched that has somehow impacted my life. Totally. I just don't know about it because right. somebody else watched it out there were really moved by it. They felt like they were seen, understood, and that gave them courage to do X, Y, Z. And that's yeah. how it reached me. Because oh, yeah. I know for a fact, you know, I had my friend Kevin Fong here when he, he shared his coming out story because, you know, his mom always knew. She knew since he was like a very, very little boy. Right, right, Mama right. knows, you know, and she was just waiting for him to tell her. That's, That's a, literally, uh, and it made me. I was like, yeah, sure. I would be in tears for sure. And and then there's people like my, you know, I have relatives who straight up said to me, "This is within the last ten years. This has been actually a minute." But he he straight up said to me, "Like, oh, we don't have gay people in Korea," and I'm like, "You are out of your freaking oh, mind, goodness. bro! Like, do you walk down the street or watch television or listen? Right? To, like, what?" A and lot so of it, there's yeah. just this this disconnect, and so we're there's every version of this right it's, now. Yeah, it's like there's so much like it's like fear, denial, just ignorance, and like it's it just so interesting. It, the more yeah, but if we expose them to this kind of stuff, then you know, little by little, hopefully, you know, everyone will be woke. <laughs> Can I? Yes, please. Let's awaken. Gently, you know, it's yeah. not mm-hmm. rude awakening sometimes. Um, <laughs> but can, are you comfortable sharing like how much of you was part of the Alice story, or like was that completely separate? Was there like a collaborative element to that, or right your story in, that you personally went through? If you're comfortable sharing any part of that, yeah. So I I have talked about this in, in random places, but I am bisexual IRL IRL, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny like looking back, just like all of the friends that I had crushes on, but I didn't realize, you know what I mean? It was interesting. It was like, I would be dating, a, I was going to say Bob, just like as a random <laughs> fake name. I was dating an 85 year old. Bobs? I love how that becomes like <laughs> the name. I know. Why is that? I know. That's messed up. Why Who do we know that is Bob? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't have one Bob in my phone. Um, but swipe up if you want to be the Bob in my phone. No, I Bobby. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of Roberts and yeah. Bobbies. Yeah. Uh, but like, I would be dating a, a guy, and then I would have this like overnight BFFness with a girl, and it just like sleepovers and stuff. And then I wouldn't think anything of it. We just really enjoyed each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like looking back, I'm like, yo, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I can name like five girls in high school. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to name them. But like, I literally like, I didn't realize. Oh, we had like a spark beyond friendship. It uh-huh. seems, uh-huh. but no one. I mean, that no one addressed it. Obviously, and and you know, not that. Not saying that they are or aren't, but like it was. These things that you don't explore fully because you don't know or... I don't know. It's very interesting, right? Because it's not in your consciousness. Sure. It's not in your vocabulary as a person. And even if it was, there was a fear, of course. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Um, but anyway, it wasn't until like it was like 2010 when I actually fully, fully had a, a feelings for a girl. And I was like, wait, wow. And it was scary. It was like emotion, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, reflective back and like, oh, no, I've always been like this. I, I But it's interesting because I can truly say... And like, you know, a lot of people in my life have always been like, oh, wow, what, what do you like more? You know, things that are, like, unnecessary to, like, decide. I mean, people, it's like, l- l- let me live my life. You know what I mean? I've always been about, like, dude, if you connect with someone, you connect with someone, you know? And, like, if you have chemistry, whether they're a man or a woman, live your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like, it, at this point in my life, I truly 
uh, like both, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, it wasn't until 2010 that I realized, oh, I, I guess I'm bisexual to really like label myself that way. But I never really talked about it that much. But recently I have, um, especially because I play Alice, you know, like yeah. it's very important to me to live my truth. So when I booked Alice, I actually did have a conversation with my mom who did not know like was not surprised oh. i mean i'm sorry was very surprised was very surprised and i was like really <laughs> you know what i mean like it's very interesting because Mom. like i guess because i think all my life she just thought i was a tomboy yeah but it's like well why are we defining you know the the physical gender i mean it's a lot you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. from I would, I want to say like, oh, mom, I would wear beanies and Timberlands every day. How did you not know? But at the same time, it's like, well, why am I defining beanies and Timberlands to being a As, yeah, boyish yeah, yeah. thing? I mean, it's, it's a lot, right? Again, so yeah. the point is my mom was surprised and I was like, really? <laughs> but it was more like 45 minutes of me just like, like kind of uh, just letting a lot out, you know, because yeah, yeah. it was like so many feelings all these years. Like it, it, my mom and I are so close, but it's like. This oh, so part of me, wrong yeah, yeah. My mom and I are really close. We talk like every freaking day. She knows everything, except that part of my life, which is so interesting. Like I would date. I mean, I dated a, <laughs> I dated hundreds of dudes. No, <laughs> I dated a, a handful of guys, um, but none of them ever met my mom. Not that on purpose. Like it was just like this thing where you know you date them, and then by the time you maybe might introduce or it's over, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like yeah. this weird thing where cut to, I'm like, in my 20s, my mom thinks I'm a robot with no feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, cyborg. I I'm not kidding. I legit, I swear, one time my mom like asked me, she was like, so when you see a guy, like, what do you feel? <laughs> like, literally because... <laughs> Wait, before you had this conversation? Before now? I had okay. this conversation. Like, this was probably like, uh, I don't know, what when I was 20. What do you feel? Because she was so like, like, how has my daughter never like experienced like, Little does she know I'm out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Living my know, best Ma. life. You don't know. <laughs> you know, double oh, dipping. You, you feel me? <laughs> no, it's you know? totally new. Like, um, but it's interesting, you know. It, it's it's also weird to have your parents see you in a way that isn't... Like, to have them even think of you... As like a you're sexual creature. Right. That's just weird. It's so weird, you know? What am I... It's so Heterosexual weird. or not. Like, yeah. it's just being a sexual creature. Right. I'm sorry. I have a little brother, and he's essentially, like, my child. And it's just, you know... We've, it's we've, so weird. I've talked to him about girls. I, like, have, like, given advice because I was like, I need to go full house on this. And, like, yeah, I just yeah, need yeah. to be the good big sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's weird. Forever. It's so weird. Till I die, it'll oh, be weird. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like... Uh, Anyway, baby steps. So my mom was, she she heard what I had to say. Let's mm-hmm. say that much. The thing uh-huh. is she's so proud of me, like, uh, of what I'm accomplishing and all the things I'm doing. She shows Aww. the picture of me and John M. Chu to everyone. Like, no. literally, <laughs> unnecessarily to everyone. Like, people don't even ask. You know what I mean? So it's like, she's so proud, you know. But then there's this part of my life that, you know, she's uh, baby steps, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. she's also still learning. But yeah. here's the thing. It's like, because... I played Alice because I was blessed with this opportunity to represent someone on the screen. Yeah. I am now teaching my mom, oh, what LGBT stands for. That's you feel awesome. me? So it's like cast Asians, <laughs> number one. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but you know My what I mean? number is. Yeah, <laughs> the baby step, like the ripple effect, like you said. So yeah. it, it little really goes a long way. But yeah, yeah I mean, I ended up telling, it's a conversation. It's a, it's a never ending conversation. For sure. That, you know what I mean? It's still. It's gonna take a little more time. That was only like a year ago or whatever. Um, did you like, did you have like the uh, like a really? How was the process leading up to you having that conversation? Because I've had friends that still they're still. It's very again. I I know people that uh, have kind of just accepted 
this is not gonna this they 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 vetted it out you know they're sure. like they're like this is not gonna be something that we can talk about for a while right and they kind of accepted that right and they worked around that and that sucks that they have to be like I can't right. be my true full self with my parents I want to be but I also know they're I don't think they're ready to handle it we're gonna let culture do its thing right you know what I'm saying like we'll let the rest of the world kind of influence them right and then soften the blow and then I will you know and maybe they already know so there's like so many yeah. facets of it and some people that are just like I'm never gonna I it's sadly like in the ones that I have had that conversation are Asian American they're like I'm just never gonna it's i don't need to tell them like they and, yeah. and that and that breaks my heart but i'm just like no i'm right. not judging them I'm right, like, right right i don't know your relationship with your parents right. but if you can never have that conversation then you can't but like there's part of me inside right. that's like oh that's like such a true right. part of who you are to like conceal sure um getting very mulan right now yeah i mean when will my reflection show yeah. when will my gay reflection show yeah and um. that, just in any aspect of your life like imagine yeah like you your favorite color like you can't share that that's like such a trivial thing to like right yeah, right why am i why am i not accepted for that that's that's terrible like yeah yeah and, and i've lived a lot and uh, you know I, I didn't have that experience of of my sexuality but i had a lot of things that i lied and sure um it was. It's not fun, and it's right, and it takes a toll. Right. So I think. It, so, sorry. Back to my question. Like, what did did you have a freak out, or because you and your mom were already close, you were less, maybe like, like scared, or like I don't know. I think. No, I was definitely scared, terrified, literally terrified. Like my heart was gonna fall out of my ass, um, and then bounce on the floor, and then back into my mouth. Like that's a visual for you. Uh, Very gra- graphic. <laughs> the nerves I was feeling. I think once again, like dude, like getting the role of Alice was the contributing factor. Like if I didn't mm-hmm. get this role, I probably would still not have told my mom wow. until like I'm really ready to bring someone home and like have to marry this person. That, that happens to be a woman, then I would probably have to do it. Yeah, but. I was very much just coasting and living my best life and, you know, uh, leaving that side of me uh, out, you know? I mean, and it's like, yeah, sure, if I ended up dating a dude, then... Which is so effed up that if I ended up dating a guy, then I would have told her. I mean, it's just a lot, you know? Right, right, right. Um, But, I like, yeah, my mom just... Because all my mom's friends kids are my age and they all are married with children at this point like at least little babies you know they have babies and of course that's something my mom has always wanted because you know i i didn't really grow up we weren't that traditional my parents weren't like traditional if you will like they you know uh, but my mom does have a whole like you know as a woman you should start a family you should marry someone and be a mother you know so she does have that like dream for me um, and, 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 you know, not, it's not that I won't ever be a mother, but the point is her whole thing was like, cause you know how your mom's friends are like, Oh, so our, you know, you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, when are you going to get married, Sherry? When are you going to have a baby? And my mom always like speaks for me and, and is like, Oh, she's, you know, focusing on her career. But th- to that, to that, you know, like all of them are very like, Oh my God, your daughter is so special. Like she did something that no one else did. Like that's another thing for my mom to be proud of. So we'll just let her milk that for a while. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> we'll a win. Like we'll, let's yeah. we'll cross, get in the Chinese yeah. newspaper. Exactly. And then it'd be even exactly. Specialer. Yeah. We'll cross the grandmother bridge when we get there. But yeah, yeah. basically the, 
the conversation is still going, and we'll 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 see what happens. This is yeah. still an unfinished story. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, seriously though, I, I I think anybody figuring out how to how to speak their truth, mm-hmm. and as cliche as that, it's hokey, and like people can all the millennials gonna like roll your eyes at speak your truth, but that that is a very real thing to actually live, and maybe the reason why some people roll their eyes at it is because it's terrifying. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, like I've I've had to be I had to be the perpetual liar, and then I've had to face the truth right and it it ain't fun but i can also say like it's very very liberating to not just you i feel like it's very liberating to all parties because now you and your mom like your mom knows you you right 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 right. that's that's super important and and whoever that version is because not everybody has you know the traditional family and whatever your situation is of who you feel is important to you to not feel at liberty to like express your yourself right it it, it it can't take a toll, but I'm sending out love. Like this is love because there there's uh it's not to like beat the whole Asian American thing over the head, but this this narrative or this experience is not something that's out there in any sort of real mainstream way yet. We're on the way, which mm-hmm. is dope, and you're part of that. Mm-hmm. And bless you for putting yourself out there and, and being truthful in your art. Um, it's a step-by-step process. Like, 100%. I feel like we just, as many hands as we can hold, right. metaphorically, we got to be there for each other. Right. Because my friends, I've seen directly, like, friends of mine and friends' siblings and, like, different people struggle in various ways. Right. Not feeling seen. Sure. Not being able to have the luxury of self-discovery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's so much fear oh, and 100%. so much shame and right. guilt and, like... Just, it's like, it's paralyzing, right? Right. And like, that's the part that if if our conversation can do something to like soften that, Mm -hmm. to like break, make that wall softer and easier to break down. Sure. I feel like I'll have done something good. Exactly. It hurts. Yeah. I feel you couldn't, I mean, that was perfect what you just said. You know, it's not, it's, we... Or it's easier said than done. You know, I'm not saying, hey, everyone, go come out tomorrow. Like, it's great. I'm not saying that. It's very scary. You know, I'm just hoping to, you know, yeah, I just want people to be seen and and feel like uh, represented and see themselves in in the story that I'm telling and, you know, uh, see a light at the end of the tunnel and how liberating it can be in this potential living your truth. You know what I mean? But just, just for it to be you know, you're not alone. That's what it is. Yes, you're not alone. Yes, yes. I have your back. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of people, you know, going through this that, that are, are, are with you. And like, you know what I mean? I just, I think that's what it is just to, for people to not feel alone. I think that's what it is. 100%. You know? Cause it's, it's not easy, Yeah, but you are not alone. Which is why, so and it gets better. It, it gets does. better. Yes, then I will back you up, and I'll whatever. If she, if you need backup of someone that needs your like needs you to have their back, I got your back. And we are your hype woman. Oh, hype yeah. woman! <laughs> you're you're you know we'll handle. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherry and I don't play. <laughs> yeah. We play and then we don't play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also in celebration of Pride Month, mm. I think that you know. Well, who knows when somebody will listen to this episode? Um, but right now we're recording in the middle of Pride Month. I'm so sad. I was I had meetings and I had work on the Sunday of Pride 
the Pride Parade in LA, and I just live vicariously through Instagram. But I love your dancing. First of all, I love your dancing. Like anytime you dance, it's amazing. That specific dance that you do. I'm out of control. My knees are shot. By oh, the way, okay. like, literally. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're very, very uh, sturdy joints. And you're like doing that all the time. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Well, I was in the parade, which is cool because we saw Halle Berry, and I was like, oh, like she was in the audience with her family, and I, we were just waving at her, and she was waving back. I was like, what is life? You yeah. Know what I mean? Halle Berry just waved at me. You know? And she um, kissed Lena Waithe. Yes. And that was beautiful. Oh. I've met Lena Waithe twice and I've hugged her. And she, to be involved in a hug with Lena Waithe. Dude, literally. Is so wonderful. Very inspired by her. She Hope to work with her. An amazing woman. Yes. Amazing woman. And I, something I love about her is she's all about, you know, the, the, the love and like supporting each other and like the intersectionality of it. Like literally, like I saw her, she was one of the people who I saw post about Crazy Rich Asians. She, I met her at the Crazy Rich Asians premiere party. And I was like, yo, like she's and just she showing was, love. Like, Instagramming yeah. all over the place. Like, and did you see her supporting. caption? She was like, if you have an Asian tattoo, go watch this movie. <laughs> I know. And she's hilarious. And I love it. And you know, and, and honestly, it's like about, People of color supporting people of color, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And people yeah. of color being like open to like understanding that there's so many stories within that, right? Like right. it's a people of color thing, but then there's also the specific experiences, like the LGBTQ experience right. is still something that I think a lot of people, for whatever reasons, have had their own version of, you know, caution or hesitation or fear or like persecution, like I mean, again, I grew up Baptist Christian, so I know that there are there are varying ways that people approach this, and not all religious people think that being LGBTQ is like a sin or like that you're not welcome in church. But that is a narrative that has been like largely shared right. in like media and in in large communities, and that breaks my freaking heart. I mean, I'm not religious anymore, but I'm like, if religion is about like and you know, Christianity specifically is about love and acceptance and forgiveness and kindness and being charitable to your neighbor. What is going on here? You totally. Know, okay, why? There's totally. problems. But, totally. you know, there's so many varying ways that people have disconnected themselves from that narrative and from that story. And that's why I think going to things or acknowledging things like the Pride Parade are so, like, helpful, fun, celebratory. Yeah. Like, people are different. It's great. It, yeah, it's a definite, like, it's a dope reminder of the sense of community, yeah. you know, and just really, like, I'm spreading love. You can never go wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. I... And if that's in front of Mike Pence's house... Right. Sure. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Dance. Dance away. <laughs> I should have been at that part. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah. I love that you, you spread that love. I love that you do that through your art. Love Alice, the character... And, and and it's just you know again you're planting seeds but you're I think genuinely it's legitimate to say that what you've done with that character and what you've done with your work is very authentic and it's it is it is trailblazing you know Thank like you. <laughs> I don't think those those words get thrown around like oh my gosh you're a trailblazer this is stuff that is very significant and I don't think it does anybody's service to downplay that and because I know I can inflate your head because you're real and because you're not going <laughs> to become I feel, the beast. I feel so awkward taking compliments. I'm I like, do this. I love making my guests uncomfortable <laughs> by telling how awesome they are. But it is very, it's a very significant moment. I think we are at a very, we're in the middle of this turning point. And that's the thing. When it's turning, it's like so small, but it's like these small movements. But that's that's how a giant 
Right. Giant boat turns. You know what I mean? You can't feel it sometimes, but it's turning. Oh. I want to acknowledge that because there there are people who are going to fight against that turn and find, like, you know, that's that's their truth. But, like, it's not going to stop the others from living theirs. Yo. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how history ends. Bars. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) Bars. Oh, I'm recording it. I'm putting on the record here. Yes. We're here to stay. Yeah. This impact is real. And yeah. I love it. And I'm seeing it also, I'm going to take a moment to acknowledge, like, there are there's huge movements happening in Asia, which I, again, heard from my own, own relative that, like, Asian people don't exist in Korea, which was the most ridiculous thing. No, One gay, of people, most gay people, gay people. Gay people. Sorry. What did I say? You said Asian people don't oh, yeah. exist in Korea. My bad. Yeah, Asian people don't. <laughs> <laughs> but gay people don't exist in Korea. And I was just like, that is just some nonsense. But okay. It was an acknowledgement of, like, this is where some of us are oh. at. But uh, gay marriage was legalized in Taiwan. Taiwan. I was like, yo. I was like, what happened props. right now? That's amazing. I did not think that that was going to be the, you know. I, I didn't. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I had no thoughts. It was, I had no expectation. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. And there's movements that, and again, seeds are planted and people are, are sharing yeah. their stories more authentically. People, like kids are coming out to their parents. And, yeah. you know, I'm seeing really, really beautiful things happen. And even in Korea, where said relative said it does not exist. Uh, you know, there are these mothers standing in the street. Yeah. Mothers of gay children hugging Whoever they literally have signs saying, "If you're gay, I love you." Oh, and they are literally these Korean moms in Korean, and I was a wreck, Sherry. And I'm not—that's not even you know—that's not my sexuality. But the feeling of being invisible and not seen and not accepted by your parents or people that you love, just wanting to be seen—that they're saying in Korean to them, like. I was a wreck. Oh I was my goodness. crying. And I'm they're, sure. They're just saying, like, I love you. You can come over. Like, I'll make you food. Wow. Like, saying all these to you, like, you're precious. You're, you're, if you, if your parents are having a hard time with you, like, I love you. They're saying, like, I love you in Korean. And so, you oh, know, wow. those are powerful things. And, like, you know, we have, there's, turning. We, turning. We, we didn't even take time to, like, acknowledge, like, the haters. Cause, like, we, we already know that that exists. Right. Right, but to to see that kind of love that's out there, it really does give you hope. It's powerful. Wow. It's powerful. Yeah. And so, you know, um, one day, you know, there are parents of LGBTQ that won't feel worried about their kids. You Mm -hmm. know, like, it's also, like, not even, like, that they is a hate thing. It's worried, like, oh, if my kid is gay, then they they, they have a harder life or something. Right. Heard that part of it, too, you know? And sure, that's, you know, your parents being protective and stuff like that. I mean, it's... And, and that's them being fed these societal, like, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's. And now yeah. we got parents like giving the middle finger, like, I love my kid. Wait, yeah. You don't love him? My kid's the most lovable Ugh. person on the planet. Yeah. And that's how we will be, you know, as yeah. parents. And that's, you know, oh. there is hope for, One, the, oh, for the future, you know, so. 100%. So <sighs> I'm really, really yeah. happy. You are here. Thank you, boo. And likewise, happy Pride Month to everybody. Happy Pride, baby. Like some of our most beloved people in this world are gay, or you know, they're just they're. This is this is normal. This to me is like this is normal. This is not outlier stuff. This right. is like this is normal. I'm like, let's just love each other. Yeah, love we love. Live your life. Just, the, I yeah yeah. Mic drop. Represent. <laughs> Represent. Representing with Sherry Cola. <laughs> that is this episode. We love you. I love you is what I'm saying. I got I have your back. Yes. It gets better. Yeah. 
And also, if you need a daily dose of joy, go to her Instagram. <laughs> Can you please? Okay. You've been you, warned. You've been warned. And you've also been encouraged. I am encouraging you highly. Um, where can people find you if they want to know more about what's going on in your life uh, and see your fabulous dance moves? Just Instagram. That's Start there. Instagram. Sherry Cola. Just yeah. look me up. I'll be there. Do you have, and uh, you're, you're on the show Good Trouble, mm-hmm. which is on Hulu. On, on Freeform and, on and then Hulu also. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Freeform. I keep forgetting. I was like, it starts with an F, and then it's that word that's on the tip of my mouth. On Friendster? On Friendster. (laughs) Freeform. There you have it. Um, So hit that up. A lot of fun things Fun things popping, y'all. Fun things popping. We just watched our friend's Instagram where we talk about the actor's life. Do you have, like, a project that's super secret that you can, like, share or not share? I wish. (laughs) No, I mean, I've been... Uh, I did some in. I did an indie. I don't know when the story is. Uh, when when I'm that's coming out. But it was cool. opposite Shailene Woodley. That's not a secret though. There was like an announcement. I just don't that's know dope. what the um okay story is. Like do I you know the title, be, so we can can plug it. I don't know if the title's for sure yet. Okay, I know so I can't. I can't plug okay, anything. So just follow her Instagram. Basically, so I did an indie with Shailene. That was dope. Um, and then I might be doing another indie coming up. I'm not sure, but we're shooting Good Trouble up until November. So dope. maybe something after that. Amazing. Um and. And of course, you know, I'm always around town in L.A., dude. Like, my doing Instagram. Stand-up. Yeah, so I'm always doing shows around town if you want to see me IRL. Okay, and yeah. shout out, because we are going to release this before, um, you're going to do a show with PK for his birthday show, Oh, right? yes. Is it the Sticky Rice? I think it's it's at Pasadena. Ice House. Yes. Ice House. I'm going to be July there. July 5th. I will be there. Woo! Come through. I'm so excited. So Same. if you can, uh, come up. But <laughs> tickets are going to be rare because we're already going to be all out there hey, screaming. Love you. And air horn. Um, what is your Instagram handle? S H R R Y C O L A. Is the that the E is why, taken? Oh, yeah. okay, got it. From like by this chicken, like this like lady in like Arkansas. Like it's like really random. Can you have a com- I, I'll have a conversation. But she's with active. That's the thing. Okay. We couldn't take it from her because she's active. Okay. Then love to Sherry yeah. Cola. <laughs> Sherry Cola Sherry without Billy. the E. Got it. Right. Okay. I well, love you guys. Thank you so much, Sherry, for thank being here. Thank you, boo. Oh, you're the best. So much love. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, if somebody can benefit from listening to it, please share this with a friend. Uh, that's how we get love out there is word of mouth is still the most powerful thing. Yes. More powerful preach. than email lists. More powerful <laughs> than Instagram. <laughs> preach. Is we build trust this way. Um, and you can find, first of all, podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and Everywhere else you find podcasts. You can find me on Instagram as yes. well at Minjeezy, M-I-N-J-E-E-Z-Y, which is funny because I'm not posting that much lately because I'm practicing some self-love. Ooh. Um, respect. But when I do, I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much to everybody who's subscribing and leaving a five-star review. I feel so seen and loved as well. And it, it really uh, keeps me motivated to keep having these amazing guests on to have these really great conversations that I can listen to when I'm 100. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, but yeah and if you'd like to become a supporter of the podcast please go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast and shout out to Marvin you and my audio engineer and producer we love you Marv love you Marv and shout out to Aquafina for use of her song Yellow Ranger for the intro and outro yes, yes. Yellow Ranger all day and I'm a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective and yeah that's it for this week's episode I will talk to y'all soon thank you so much Sherry love you Mwah. bye I got this all up on my LinkedIn. Proficient in spitting, turning red when I'm drinking. Emancipating pussy like I was Dave Lincoln. Squirting out that Kool Aid to lot of that just sink it, sink it.
Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month, we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Minjin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.